Welcome to the Prosperously You podcast, hosted by yours truly, Sydney Smith. This podcast is here to help you get out of your own damn way using mindset and manifestation. Join me each week as I dive into how you can integrate these practices into your business and life to elevate you into prosperity. We'll be chatting everything money, mindset, and manifestation so you can learn how to build the life and career you've always dreamed of. Hey guys, welcome to episode 14 of the Prosperously You podcast. Um, So today is going to be a fun one. Um, I I just had my 27th birthday last Friday, so I wanted to record a podcast of 27 things I've learned at 27. Um, So this will just kind of be more of like a list format, but I'll definitely be diving into like certain details are where where certain lessons um, came from for specific points. So let's just dive right in and (laughs) get started. So the first thing is your internal determines your external. Start here if you want change. And so what I mean by this is I feel like so often we, I know I used to live in this headspace of like, something bad would happen externally and I'd be like, well, that just makes the rest of the day shit. Like everything's going downhill. Like this world's against me, like in going down that thought pattern, but really coming into like radical responsibility for your external and fixing what's going on internally so that you have a much better experience and things externally start to look better. So Fixing whatever internally is, you know, focusing on the negative and starting to focus on the positive um, and just really being the observer of your thoughts and trying to understand where you're currently at and how you can improve so that your internal state is really like your biggest cheerleader, always supporting you, always helping you look for positive instead of always looking for negative, always feeling like the world's against you and really truly like in that victim mindset. So how do we move away from that victim mindset and into everything is serving me and how can I take this as a lesson even when things aren't going your way? And then that internal state makes your external so much more beautiful um, as you're able to focus on the amazing things in the world. So that is number one. And then number two is have high expectations and you'll build a beautiful life. So I absolutely hate the phrase of like, have low expectations and you'll never be disappointed. And I think it's total bullshit and not a way that you should guide your life because if you're constantly expecting little, then that's what you're going to get in return. So really pivoting that so you have high expectations, you expect a lot out of your life. Um, And so how do you start to tap into that instead of like, oh, well, I don't want to be disappointed. So I'm going to just not even think of like, this is a possibility in my life because it truly starts with your thought process and your beliefs. So if you don't believe it's possible for you, if you just have such low expectations, you're never going to get there. So, I mean, this is applicable. I feel like for the first two years of my business, I was having low expectations. I didn't think it was possible to like 
do really well. I thought I had to be in a starving artist mentality for like years before it got better. And that's what happened versus like once I started expecting and realizing that like 10K months were possible, they became possible and they started happening. So how do you, again, set those high expectations and then watch that come into your life? Um, Third one, be kind. You never know what others are going through. Um, And this is just... I think like a pretty simple one um, where you truly never know like the person you're interacting with in the store, like in any setting, like what has happened to them that day. So just being kind and you never know like what your kindness and like generosity um, can like could possibly turn someone's entire day around. So you might as well give it because this goes into number four, which is kindness and a simple smile can change someone's day and it's free. So give it more. Um, And even like in the capacity of like reminding loved ones that you appreciate them. Um, Like I've started to do this where I'll just like write out a text and send it to um, a loved one of how much I appreciate them. And not only does this make their day so much better, but it also makes your day so much better when you can give love and appreciation. Um, So number five, um, every um, chapter is serving you and the toughest times lead to the most beautiful breakthroughs. So I know all the tough times in my life, I feel like I look back on and I came out so much stronger with so many more lessons with, um, like in such a better place. And so knowing that even when it feels hard, it feels like it's not working, um, to trust, and ask what your next steps are and ask to understand like how this chapter is serving you. You can do this through just like journaling out and see what comes to mind and you don't have to have the answer right then. It could come to you like in a day or so. Um, But then also there's like future self meditations that you can do to like tap into like the best version of you that you want to become and ask them like, how's this chapter serving me and see what comes through. Um, Like the, I have obviously talked about this on here, but the chapter of London was a tough one for me. Um, And now looking back on it, I gained so much clarity, had so many insights come through that chapter, learned so much about how to lean into these tools to still bring joy and happiness into every day, even when you're not exactly in the best place. Um, So, yeah, every every tough chapter is just shaping you and serving you, and it's all about how you look at it um, and being able to ask those questions even while you're in it so you can truly learn the most from it and then get through it more quickly because I also feel like the quicker you accept where you're at, the easier it is to shift versus like just fighting against it and trying to like be like, no, everything's fine, everything's fine. <laughs> um, so that's definitely a point I wanted to talk through. Um, and then number six, be present and soak in the details of each moment just a little longer. So I, for years of my life, was like so in the mentality of like next, next, next. Like I would be skiing, having a blast with friends and I'd be like, okay, well next we go down to the lodge and get a drink and then next we go home and then I have this and then tomorrow I have this. And it was like, I'm doing one of my favorite activities in the world. I want to just be present in this moment, not thinking about 
the next five steps of the next three days. <laughs> so the more and more present you can be, the better it makes your experience. So how do you like tap into this more? And I think that really like soaking in the details is like such an amazing way. So like, for example, being on that chairlift instead of having my mind go to like that, like thought pattern of like next, 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 that instead diving into, um, well, like look at everything around me, like that mountain is so gorgeous and like start to like appreciate the things around you because that brings you back in the present when that's what you're thinking about instead of your plans for the next couple of days. Um, and you know, those moments of awe where you can just feel it in your body, like the more you can tap into those and let them flourish, um, the better. Um, I feel like I'm already lost with like the numbers we're on. So my apologies if I get the numbers mixed up, but lessons are the important piece. So I think this is number seven. Um, let music move you. And so this is something um, I feel like it's just like let let those emotions in, let whether it's live music, whether it's music in your apartment, really tap into like the music and feel into it and dance parties are highly encouraged. I feel like moving your body is a great way to move energy around, to feel better. Like the more silly you can be with it, the better. Um, I feel like I'm like always trying to get back to like my five-year-old self that just like didn't care, had a blast and like let in so much love and joy. So yeah, let music move you. <laughs> Number eight, um, dance like no one is watching daily. It will fill up your soul. So obviously number seven, we kind of talked about this, but dance parties. <laughs> so great. And like, again, just like tapping into like that youthful side of yourself. Like we don't ever want to get rid of it. Never take life too seriously. Um, which is number nine. <laughs> so yeah, never take life too seriously. We, I feel like anytime we get so wrapped up in something, it can feel like it's all consuming and there's like everything's falling down and falling to pieces, but really just coming back into like realizing you're letting that be like your tunnel vision. So how do you remove those and start to observe all the other things you have to be grateful for, even if this one thing seems like it's coming in and making you like tense up? How do you open yourself up and realize that there's so many beautiful, amazing things happening around you? And the more you can tap into those, like the easier it will be to attract more things like that versus if you're stuck in like lack mentality and taking it all too seriously. So then moving on to number 10, um, others can only meet you where they're at. It's not personal. And so I've experienced this several times in my life with people that like I obviously wanted to develop a further friendship with or um, develop a relationship with whatever it was um, and feeling like it made me not worthy when they couldn't meet me where I wanted or like essentially like deliver in the same way that I wanted out of that relationship and you really have to come into like those people are only going to meet you where you're at and like with any relationship if it's not like symbiotic and not um beneficial to both parties it's not worth you putting in effort and so I've definitely had to learn the lesson of like some friendships are only there for a season and that's okay um it's all about like 
surrounding yourself with people who are constantly building you up, challenging you, making you a better person, helping you grow. And if that's not the case and you are feeling resistance in a relationship and feel like they're not able to meet you where you're at or give you as much as you're giving them, then it's not worth it and it's not personal. Um, Everyone has so many things going on in their lives. You never know why. Um, Like it could not be adding up, but it's never personal and it has nothing to do with your worth. Um, So moving on to the next lesson, you are not for everyone and that gets to be liberating. So I feel like for years I tried to be like so malleable to everyone so that like I was liked by everyone and like no one could have a bad thing to say about me um and was so concerned of what other people thought what impression I was leaving on others um how others portrayed me and (laughs) got to the point where I was like if someone doesn't like me it doesn't fucking matter (laughs) like obviously I'm not going around trying to ruffle any feathers I try to be like a really kind generous, compassionate person. But if for whatever reason, like um, my like aura and message doesn't land with someone else, that's totally fine. I don't need to be for the people that I tried to be for in the past that like made me an inauthentic version of myself. So like the more you can tap into just being you and finding your people that support that, the more you'll step into like so much more of a beautiful life versus just trying to be a people pleaser that fits like everyone. Um, So the next lesson that I learned, and this is more of a fun one, um, Dogs are great and an amazing anchor to being present. Let their joy be, or let their joy in the simple things bring you joy. And I found this so much with, I mean, first my friend's dogs that I would always babysit and now Archie, like when we're on a hike and I just see him bouncing around and so happy about something, it brings me so much joy. And again, it's a great anchor into the present moment. Um, and even just like cuddling with them, I feel like is another great anchor into the present moment because, um, like seeing the world through their eyes really puts you in the here and now. Um, and so that's just a fun little lesson that I wanted to share. Um, another one is, you're always manifesting. Use this to create a beautiful reality. And then the one that follows up with this is your thoughts have so much power. Observe them and make sure they're helping you to build the life you want. So your mind is so, so powerful and what you fill it with is what is then going to be projected externally. So if you're filling it with positive thoughts, with like affirmations saying that you can get to that next level, that you're capable of anything, it's going to be so much easier for your brain to work with you to conspire to make that happen and for it to be a reality versus if you're like, you're not capable, you're not worthy, of course you couldn't reach that. Like that's such a sinking feeling and it's going to be so hard to get stuff done in that headspace. Um, And so you're always calling in with your thoughts what is going to appear in your life. So reframe them to positive and start to call in what you actually want instead of just the negative points. So this all comes back to like becoming the observer and start to pivot the thoughts that aren't serving you and really come into like, is this thought leading me to a higher quality of life? And if it's not, I want to release it and I don't want this to be a truth anymore. Um, And then the next point is 
no amount of money will ever be enough if you can't be grateful for where you are now. And this is a lesson I learned from like getting to a place in savings where I had never been before and I was so excited, but then realizing I still had some scarcity around it. Um, And so if you don't feel secure and like full now, like getting money is not going to like fix your anxiety. It's not going to like save any like component that you're trying to fix. Um, What money will do is like, yes, it will release the anxiety of having to pay like bills and things like that. But again, if you're in a scarcity mindset around it now, even if you do get it, you will still feel scarce. Like you will still, I was, when I first like got to that amount in savings, I was still so like, oh my God, I can never go below this amount. So it just changes like your energetic minimum for what you're available for, like changes. And then you get so anxious around it. If you haven't done the inner work to feel good about receiving money, to feel good about spending money in an aligned way. Um, and so how do you transform that? now so that when you are acquiring more money, it will feel really good instead of still feeling scarce. Um, and the next point is you are so fucking capable. (laughs) I don't know how much of an explanation this one needs, but really just like you are capable of so much more than you think. And the more you can spend more time you can spend in that headspace versus like feeling less than, the easier your life will get because I spent years feeling less than, feeling like I wasn't capable, not knowing if I had what it took to make it to whatever point I wanted to. And that just held me back so much. And really coming into like, it's not only holding you back, it's holding all the people back that you could be helping through your work. So like really pivoting it to a point of like, it's not about you. It's about the people who you're going to impact and the more you can like show up as capable and believe that to be true, the greater impact you're going to have on more people's lives. Um, and then the, another point, and this is one I just talked about on Instagram yesterday, um, but is we are all equal. Stop putting people on pedestals. Um, and I know I've been guilty of this so many times of like looking up to certain people in the industry and being like, oh, they have something that I don't, or like they're so far ahead, they have all the answers. And it's like, yes, they have some answers, but they don't, no one has all the answers. (laughs) Like those people who are farther along in business are still figuring things out. Like I always thought like, oh, once I get to 10K months, I'll just have it all figured out and it'll be great. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, I have a lot more figured out, but I'm still figuring a lot more out. (laughs) Like now it's like, okay, how do I like build this next? How do I do this? Um, And not in a like next, next, next mentality, but more so in a like, okay, that was amazing. Like, how do I challenge myself next and continue growing? And then there's like new questions I have to ask with different answers. So that's the same way for everyone you're looking to. Um, So anyone you're looking to, like they have all the answers and you go into like a less than spiral, always come back into like, that's not true. (laughs) We're always figuring things out. They also were in your shoes at one point. And so the only way forward is to just believe in yourself and keep going. Um, And then the next point is the world benefits when good-hearted humans have money. And so this is definitely something that I feel like when I was first like working on my money mentality mindset, something that kept coming up was like, 
you know, I don't want to become shallow. I don't want to become superficial if I have money. And of course that creates like a lot of duality in your headspace around receiving money because you don't really want it if you think that it's also bad. Um, so really pivoting this to come into like the more good hearted humans have money, the more the world will benefit and truly believing that you will do good with money and, um, You'll be able to have so much more impact, not only with like the people you're working with, but like charities you want to give back to, events you want to host and things like that. Um, so why wouldn't we want more, again, more good-hearted people to have more money? Like money is just a neutral resource. Of course, people who have good intentions should have it. Um, and then the next point is it is not selfish to desire a comfortable life. This is another one I feel like women especially struggle with um, where we're taught like if you want money, you also have to like save the world with it. Um, and like, of course, like you, you can do good and give back and like, like I said, make a positive impact with your money, but you can also desire like a comfortable living where you can stay at nice places, have a beautiful home, have nice things, not have to be worried about money. And that doesn't make you selfish. That just makes it so that it's easier for you to support others when you're comfortable and living in a place you want, enjoying your life. Because then you can, once you've obviously been able to pour into yourself in so many ways with that neutral resource of money and like pouring it into the things that you care about, you're going to be at such a more comfortable place where you can support others um, at like such a greater level. So really coming into it is not selfish <laughs> to desire a comfortable life. Um, and then the next point, let life be fucking good. So we spend way too much time worried about things that will never happen. So use your brain to dream and be grateful instead. So I feel like so many times we're like, things start to get good and then we like wait for the other shoe to drop. Um, and this is like, there's no, there's nothing etched in stone anywhere that like there has to be another shoe to drop. Life can't get this good. It's only in our own limitations and then we self-sabotage. So I'm also guilty of this several times and that's how I've learned this lesson of like, let life be good. Like let those moments of joy and awe like permeate through your whole body and like feel them and like stop focusing on worrying about things that are probably going to never happen. Like I had this breakthrough moment randomly while I was driving where I realized like 90% of the things that like stress me out are like not things that are happening currently. They're things that I'm just like taking up brain space and putting it towards like worrying about if this person will do this or if this um, client will come through or if this whatever. And it's like, that's just wasted energy. If you could put that worry instead and towards like manifesting and dreaming and being like envisioning what it would feel like if that like, if five clients came through, envisioning what it would feel like if like, every desire you had came true and like use your brain power towards that life just gets better and better <laughs> so do that more focus on the positive more and worry less um the next point is to allow stillness in so get comfortable with yourself and figure out what you actually want in life instead of what everyone else is saying you should want so i know for the longest time i like never wanted to be alone. I wanted plans all the time. I wanted to be on the go. I wanted to be busy. And it was almost this like 
way to avoid like really getting to know who I actually was. Um, and so it took a couple months of like pivoting this, but I got to the point where like, I love (laughs) introspection time. I love time where like Ben's out of the house and it's just me for the night. Um, and I get to pour into myself. I get to, again, come into what I really want because I think so often, like the chatter can be so loud around us of what we should want in our lives, what we should do next in business, what the right step for it is. And then that gets you so off your like aligned path. And so really coming into like, what feels good to you? What is like something that lights you up, that makes you feel alive? And how do you follow that more in business and just in life in general? Um, And letting that be your guide instead of like, oh, well, this other person online went into this next. So I should obviously be doing that. Like, (laughs) and also like what's going to make you uniquely you and attract clients to you is going to be like who you are and your experience and your story. And so you don't want to just copy that from someone else and do exactly what they're doing. So you're going to have so many more genius ideas when it comes from within you versus when it comes from like an external source. So like, yeah, take things as inspiration, but then come back into like what actually feels good to you. Um, the next point is you don't ever have to stop letting your inner child out. <laughs> be silly, be loud, take up space. Um, and this is something I think that's so important. Like I said, I feel like I'm always trying to get back to like my inner five-year-old. <laughs> I used to do like cliff jumping. My dad used to call me misadventure. Like I was all about any risk and like taking it and just um, having fun. And so how do you get back to that? And like, get back to like observing the world like you used to as a kid. Like I remember on walks, I would like pick up all these leaves, be so excited by that stuff. And like not saying you have to go around picking up leaves, but like just like notice the little things around you more that we like bypass now because we're like so tunnel visioned on things. So like that comes back into like this also helps you be more present when you're like observing more things around you and just like tapping into like being goofy and being silly versus like everything having an end goal. Um, And another point is to actually feel your emotions. So your emotions really are your guide and they're there as feedback. So let them guide you to your fullest potential. So if you're feeling off, if you're feeling like super anxious and it's a consistent feeling, ask yourself like what needs to change in your life. The two times that I've had like... like more like extreme anxiety and depression, um, it was because something was off in my life. Um, And not saying that's the case for like everyone's anxiety and depression, but just like something to note of like, why are these emotions here and what are they guiding you towards and how can you change them and like take, again, radical responsibility for where you're at and where you, how you can move forward. So for me, it was diving into like the first time I felt it, I was in a relationship that was really unhealthy and was making me lose confidence so quickly and was just not the right fit. Um, and so getting out, as soon as I got out of that relationship, these emotions subsided like in a day. <laughs> so like coming into like what 
emotion, like letting these emotions guide you towards like what needs to change in your life. Because the second time was when we were in London and it was clearly like not the right place to be. And even though we had just moved there and like definitely could have like gone to the mentality of like, we just moved here. We can't move back. Like like, people are going to judge us. What would they think? It was like, no, this doesn't feel good. I like feel so low consistently. And this is actually showing me that we need to make a change. Um, And so obviously those are extreme examples, but then also coming into it for like smaller things of like, oh, I'm feeling more anxious today. Like, is this something I can just pivot through Um, and not that big of a deal? Like I just woke up on the wrong side of the bed or is it something I need to look at and feel into and be like, what's under the surface? Like, is there something that's not aligned here? Um, So actually feeling them too, as I mentioned before, like the more you can feel, I feel like the quicker it is to move through things versus if you're just like, no, no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Then it's going to be, take so much more of a process to be able to move through it. Um, so with that, the next point, um, is just wanting to talk about like what to do when you have an off day, because I've definitely had like, I call them like meh days or like gray cloud days, um, where you just like, feel low and you can't shake it. And so wanted to share my tips of what I've learned for these days. Um, one is to feel it, like I mentioned. Um, two is to, once you've like felt it and worked through it, like asked what you um, can learn from it, then move into reframing it um, <clears throat> and focus on gratitude and like what you do have what that's like going well in your life. Um, another point is to connect with loved ones. Cause that can always be an amazing thing. Like I know I had one of these days and then I went to, um, grab a drink with a friend and felt completely different after. So even when you don't feel like it on those days, sometimes it can be a good thing to go connect with other people. Um, cause that is really just like the basis of like what we need as humans is like connection and love. So, um, being able to have that on those days is really important. Um, moving your body is really great. Like I love hiking or doing a workout on those types of days because it can just like move some energy around and change how your perspective is and like what you're looking at, how you're looking at things. Um, and then another one is to realize how far you've come. So to really like take a list if it's like you're feeling low and you're feeling like overwhelmed or you're feeling like there's like so much ahead of you, like taking stock and how far you've come and how a past version of you would be so proud to be where you are now. So how do you step into that instead of like just feeling like you're not good enough um, if that's what's coming up for the day? And then the last point is to get outside because nature like really is medicine and has so many things in it that you can like almost like realize that this is not that big of a deal or it can help you reframe things and make you just like come into like the beauty that is around you. So that is that point. And then moving on to the next one, um, more income actually equals more impact. So money coming back into like what we were talking about a little bit earlier, that money is not good or bad. It's just a neutral resource that can be used to make like amazing thing come, amazing things come to fruition in your life um and to build a beautiful life so really coming into like the more income you make it's actually like the more p- people and like the more lives you're positively impacting so it is not a negative thing it is not something you should like I said I had to work through like feeling like I was shallow or superficial if I wanted money and then it's 
being able to transform that. It's like having a weekend like last weekend in Telluride where we stayed at a really nice place where we had really nice dinners. It was like, this doesn't make me a shallow person because I want these experiences. Like I got here because of positively impacting people. And I had an 11 plus, or it was like 11.4 K month last month, not by like being superficial and selfish with money, but by helping so many people and doing work that I love. So of course, like those experiences aren't shallow and superficial. They are just like, again, coming back into it's not selfish to want a comfortable life because that allows, those experiences allow me to like bring so much joy into my life and have so much fun and be able to like then pour into others even more. Um, And it's not to say that like you can't have those experiences if you're not making that amount of money. It's just that like, I think we have this like negative stigma where you know, like, oh, if I stay there, that means I'm this type of person. And it doesn't. (laughs) You're whatever kind-hearted, like, beautiful human you want to be um, with money added as a bonus so you can, like, enjoy your life and have these experiences that you weren't, that weren't attainable. Like, that type of weekend was not even possible a year ago. So it's just so amazing, like, what can happen when you work on those stories, remove those stories, and be able to just, like, treat yourself. And that was like a celebration for my 27th year of life. So like, of course, like that's not selfish to want an experience like that to celebrate. Um, And also like another point that I'm just like ad hoc adding in here is to truly celebrate all the wins along the way, because um, no matter if it's like a small win or a big win, like you have to celebrate it because I think, again, it's so easy to go into that like next, next, next mentality. And if you're not celebrating all the amazing milestones you're moving through, like you're missing so much of the journey and you're missing so much of like what's happening at like in the present. So again, coming back into like the more you can be present, the more you can bring joy and gratitude into your days, even before you like you're attaining your goals, like the better (laughs) your life is going to be. And then also the easier it is, it's easier. It's going to get to attract the thing. Um, which comes to another um, point that my mentor, um, Ava, talked to me about. And it's like that you're, the process of getting your desires should feel equally as good as receiving them. So how do you make, I'm going to compare it to <laughs> foreplay. Like how do you make this like feel as good as foreplay in the sense of like your, like the like build up to your desires for like whatever it is, if it's like a certain amount of clients, income, um, experiences, et cetera. Like how do you make that buildup feel equally as good as receiving them and make it fun? Not this like, oh, I'm trying to forcibly like get here, but like a fun process so that you can receive with so much more ease because you're in that state of just like enjoying your life in abundance. Um, and another point is that you are worthy. Um, So this is something that I really had to come into, do a lot of work to believe in, which is like crazy. (laughs) Like I feel like a lot of women I talk to struggle with this too. And um, really coming into like, you are good enough. You are worthy as you are. Um, And like you were born worthy. It's not something you have to earn. I feel like we have to be like, oh, I have to get X amount of credentials or reach a certain level of success to feel worthy. Like, no, you're innately worthy. You are worthy now. And like the more you can step into that, the more like you're going to like take your own power back and be able to like 
knock out like projects and things like that with so much more ease, um, which leads me to the next point that like Believing in yourself is actually the biggest productivity hack. (laughs) So I feel like for years in entrepreneurship, I was like, I need productivity hacks. I need like CEO days. I need time scheduling. I need all these techniques to help me because like I can never get things done. And what it actually was, was like me not trusting and believing in myself. And so things that should have taken like now like writing an email that would now take me like 20 minutes was taking me like three hours and I would put it off for weeks um, and need all these productivity hacks. And again, coming into like the more you believe in yourself, like the easier it is to crank stuff out because you just trust and know that it's good enough instead of like feeling like you have to search for all the things to make it um, like good enough and make it like worth worthy of publishing or whatever. Um, cause I know I used to do this with blogs too, where I would like spend hours and hours on it and like I'm trying to make it perfect. And like same with Instagram, like it used to be so much harder because I would overanalyze everything. But once I like healed old wounds, figured out where this like lack of worthiness came from, and then was able to move forward into a new reality where I just like believed I was worthy and believed I was capable, things got so much easier. Like even this podcast, like last year when I started a podcast with my friend Carly, um, we had a blast doing it. But like at the time I was like, I need a partner because I couldn't possibly like be productive with this or like be consistent with it without someone else. Um, And then when we decided to stop that one and I started decided to start this one, I like have been able to crank out podcasts like pretty much weekly since I started. And it's not because like of productivity hacks. (laughs) It's because I actually just believe that this content is valuable and that it doesn't have to take me five hours to figure out content and post it. I just have to come up with like what I feel, what I'm hearing from clients, what I'm feeling is the message that needs to be delivered. And then I just record it and put it on anchor and distribute it. So it gets to be easier when you believe in yourself and like come back into like, again, like I said, believing yourself is truly like the best productivity hack because it makes things go so much quicker (laughs) and you just trust that like it's good enough. Um, And another point is you are never as stuck as you think you are. So I think we like put up these huge walls and then we like give so much power to them, making us feel like they're impossible to like get through. And it's just not true. Like it's these limitations are only placed in our mind. So how can we take a step away and realize that it's not a mountain in front of us? It's really just a speed bump. Um, and we are fully capable of moving through it. And then another point is to let love and trust win over fear and doubt and amazing things will happen here. So again, coming into like, I feel like it relates to the point of the productivity. Like the more you can lean into, like love and trusting yourself, the easier things will get. Um, and the more incredible opportunities you'll be able to call into your life and the more productive you'll be versus when you let fear and doubt run the show, like you're going to be questioning everything. It's going to feel exhausting. It's going to take so much longer. So like, what do you want to win out in your life? And ask yourself that question. Um, and then I'm not saying it's easy. It's definitely like an active, like task of your brain to pivot thoughts away from fear and doubt and towards positive. So like if you catch yourself playing worst case scenario, be like, fine, we also have to play best case scenario then and then tap into like that energy as well. 
Um, and yeah, just so many more amazing things come into your life when you really are trusting yourself and trusting that you are supported and that you are on the right path um, and that you can't fuck it up. So that is an important one. And then the last one, which I'm pretty sure we're over 27, but <laughs> I lost count a while ago. Um, so you guys just get bonus points in here. Um, the last one is you can achieve anything you believe you can. So really, I feel like I've said it several times in this podcast, but you are capable of so many amazing things. And the only limitation you're putting on your head or putting on yourself is like the, what exists in your mind. Um, so how can we identify those, rework them, ask if they're ultimately true and decide new beliefs that are better. So those are all my lessons <laughs> after getting to 27 years of age. Um, wanted to share those with you because I feel like there's a lot of really good nuggets in there. Um, and yeah, I hope this was helpful. I would love it if you guys could leave a review if you did find it helpful on Apple Podcasts. Um, that always, it's a great way so that more people um, can get visibility into the show. And also, um, I love seeing how this is helping you and it gives me so much more motivation for um, future episodes. So, also, feel free to DM me if there's any topics you want to see me discuss on this podcast. Um, I'm always open to next show recommendations. We have a couple of fun ones coming up over the next couple of weeks um, with one guest expert and then another solo one that I'm excited about. So um, I will be back next week with a show all about um, diving into how to pick your right mentor for you. So this is one I've been brainstorming for a while and I'm excited to share next week. Um, but I hope you guys all have an amazing week whenever you listen to this. And I love you guys so much. And let me know if I can support you in any way on Instagram.